welcome to Faith in the North. I'm Claire. And my name's Martin. We live in the Northeast and want to wrestle with faith and life. And we wanted to share with you the chats that we have about life and faith. So this is our podcast. We hope you find it helpful. Thanks for joining us as we continue our journey. Welcome to our Christmas podcast. Christmas podcast. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. So um, let's start with and weather watch. Because it's really warm. It's unseasonably warm. Unseasonably warm. So we had about four days of frost where it felt like I was de-icing the car three yep. times a day. Yeah. And now it's like double digits. I miss the frost. I miss I the cold. I enjoy it. Um, it makes me feel really Christmassy. And now it's really warm. It kind of feels like March. Um, although it's dark all the time. Yeah. Um, but weather-wise, it's, it's pretty warm. I hope it gets colder for Christmas. I just, I don't know if it's me, but it just generally feels about somewhere around 10 degrees most of the time. Yeah, you're right. Like, actually a summer's day can feel like, actually it's like 13, 14, maybe, I don't know, is it warmer than that? I don't know, yeah. it just feels like it's always around um, 10 degrees. Um, but um, that's where the white's been a bit rainy. Um, so I did a great job, cleaned both your car and the camper yeah, van you did a fantastic on job. It looked Sunday. Great. Then you drove out the estate and came back and it looked like you'd been on a rally. Yeah, it just (laughs) splashed right the way up my car. The Mm. bottom is brown, the sides are splattered. I'm I'm getting a bit frustrated um, about living on a building site. And then we spoke to the guy and he says we've got two years of this. Yeah. Do you think they'll compensate you? Like compensate car wash? Paper car washes. Yeah. It's worth a try, isn't it? It is. We just seem to, to access our house. You have to drive by pretty much the site entrance where they every digger and anyway enough of our our first world problems yeah are living in every in a nice house but have some mud yeah on the ground we can live with that can't we yeah i think so um so we um halfway through advent halfway more than halfway halfway through six days six days or five how many sleeps is it till christmas now i'm sure it's five or six um, but we've had both our Christmas nativity. Mm-hmm. You're doing the maths. I'm right. You can't so do it in your head because you have to do it on your fingers. Wednesday, Thursday, <laughs> Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's five sleeps. Five sleeps. Um, so we've had both our nativity and our candlelight service. We did our candlelight yeah. carol service in the morning. Yeah, which was fantastic. Which was, was really, really good. really good. We're blessed with the building with no windows, so you don't know that... You don't usually <laughs> say we're blessed with the building with no windows, but <laughs> on this occasion we yeah, were blessed. Yeah, because it's like could be dark outside could be sunshiny you don't yep. know um and i told a funny joke yeah i told a funny joke you think it was a funny joke why well, I, I had a lot if you listen online yeah listen back to it said to listen back to it you can hear the laughter oh, i'd wow. say that's a good okay. that's, that's a good joke enough, yeah. so i did this whole build-up about there's someone who always steals the limelight at christmas um and takes right and it's time to dis- dispel the myth and i said there's no such thing little pause as the innkeeper yeah. And there was lots of laughs, mainly just relief that I didn't say Santa Claus. There were a lot of kind of murmurings um, pre you saying it, because you yes. lasted out the joke quite I a did. long time. And there was like a kind of a shuffle of yes. nervous anticipation <laughs> that you were about to say, possibly in front of some children. Because there were some kids lying around. That there is no Santa Claus. And then you said the innkeeper, and there was just like a... <sighs> You've got to love it when you land a funny joke. It was a good... I was impressed with it. I'm really pleased you're happy about <laughs> your joke. I'm glad that you're happy with yourself. Don't always get timings right. So I get so carried away with trying to tell the joke. Yeah, you do. I don't 
do the time anyway that's just that's just me thing um but we did did those two things and really good so the i mean your scratch nativity that you narrated i mean i've never had so many people say what a fantastic service it was oh that was a, a team effort team um, effort but it, you were the kind of well. narrator um along the way so that's been good so it's felt um lots of things going on um what else is going on you know i'm writing a bit of an essay Yes, you My are. My first, it's not an essay. It's, an it's pretty much first essay in 20 years, isn't it? Yeah, so I've got a bit of angst because I just don't know. I'm going to hand it in and it's like, I don't know. Might just get slated because I've just not written properly. I'm sure they'll be compassionate in their response either way. I don't think there is compassion in the academic world. There's kind of like a number. Okay. <laughs> so you're this number. That essay was this number. And it's do better. I don't know. Yeah. You can compare yourself to Toby. He's writing essays at the minute. Yeah, he is. Um, and he's doing really well. Well, okay, yeah, no pressure. There, so, yeah, then. there you go. <laughs> Do you want to know what my essay's on? Go for it. Go for it. So, we're, it's a module talking about the temple imagery, um, or cultic imagery within the New Testament. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing the bit on when Jesus, uh, when Mary goes to the tomb in John, uh, and there's two angels sitting, one at the head and one at the foot. And John says that, one at the head, one at the foot. And mm-hmm. there's an allusion to, or an image of um, the mercy seat, where there was two angels, two cherubim. What's the mercy end. seat? So the kind of within the um, within the temple, there'll be Holy of Holies, and then the place where the kind of um, tablets were put, and the top cover of that was mm-hmm. called the mercy seat, where you'd have the kind of two angels either side. Oh, okay. Um, all cast in gold. Was in the first temple. So the angels were cast in gold. Yeah, they weren't real angels. Okay. They were just like figures. And um, was in the first temple. Got stolen during the first temple's destruction. Never yeah. put back into the second temple. So just this idea that within that kind of temple tomb mm-hmm. was this kind of allusion to the presence of God. You know, the kind of where God dwelt. You mm-hmm. know, was there with these two angels. And there's a couple of other images in that John passage. Oh, that so. sounds really interesting. Well, yeah, I think so. I don't know. It feels like, I don't know, you just sit there reading all these books and it's like, I can't talk like that and I don't know. In that, in explaining that, I just, I feel out of my depth and uncomfortable and I'm not used to feeling out of my depth and uncomfortable. Yeah, I guess. So there you go. Yeah. Guess you got to roll with it. Got to roll with it. I'll give it a go. And what's the worst that can what's happen? What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> um, then, um, oh, a couple of little things. Um, Christmas presents. How is our Christmas presents and Christmas prep generally going? Feels like we've well, well, to be clear, um, Father Christmas does the stockings. So, in theory, we don't have to worry about that. No. But for some reason, I'm, I'm worried about the stockings. <laughs> worried they're not going to be... Um, Delightful enough this year. Plump enough. And not plump enough, maybe just too much chocolate and not a lot of little surprises along the way. Mm. Um, but anyway, I'll leave that to Father Christmas. Um, the rest of the Christmas shopping is up in the shelves in our bedroom. Mm. Um, I know that one present has already been spied and there's questions about that, but it was only a little one, so that's all right. Um, what was that? It's Jakey too, isn't he? Yeah. What did he see? He saw a Pokemon poster. Uh. <laughs> yeah, and he what? asked, do we have in Pokemon wrapping paper this year? <laughs> did he? Like, oh, he's clever, so isn't he? So he's spotted that. I didn't think he'd have spotted that. But anyway. Um, Not very so well. So we, we really need to do the big wrap. Mm. I don't know when we're going to get around to doing that because 
we've got Sam off poorly today. Um, you're at work all week. There's kids I'm around. working tomorrow. I've got an essay to write. You've got an essay to write. Um, so I don't know. It'll be Christmas mm. Eve. It'll be all late right. Christmas Eve with a, a glass of something nice. Mm. Um, I think that'll probably be when we get around to doing it. And then our Christmas date. So um, we kind of, I don't know if we go on about it, but we do. We don't tend to have Christmas, turkey on Christmas Day. Um, so we have homemade pizzas, which is I think kind everybody of knows that now, don't they? Yeah, I know. It's just one of the things. Oh, really? You've gone on about that again? Yeah. Is it really that interesting? But this year, this is interesting. <laughs> this year, I decided I want something festive on my Christmas pizza just to separate it. So, what is Claire's so festive pizza? My festive pizza, dum 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 dum, is goat's cheese. That's not very festive. Christmas chutney. No, and caramelized onions. Well, and you have caramelized onions. Yeah, I'll be prepping them. <laughs> yeah, you can have some of my caramelized onions if you'd like. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm going to prep that. Goat's cheese is not very Christmassy. Goat's cheese. Oh, goat's cheese. and this, stinks. This gorgeous Christmas chutney that just makes the goat's cheese. It just, the kind of sourness of the goat's cheese and the sweetness of the chutney. Honestly, it works. I should be in like a, a Jamie Oliver restaurant because th- this pizza would go down a storm. So we don't do, it's not like we don't do Christmas turkey because out of some protest against Christmas. It's because generally we have Christmas Day by ourselves with the kids. Mm-hmm. And if it started off that we cook, we did it all and they don't eat any of it. Yeah. These and then we're washing now. up all afternoon. <clears throat> yeah. And some suckers doing it all. Um, whereas this way, actually everyone eats everything. We still have like pigs in blankets and crackers and well, all we that. Haven't, we haven't bought all those yet. I bought the, yeah. Anyway. You haven't got streaky bacon. No, I bought the wrong bacon. But, um. Yeah, so we still do the whole festive thing. So it's not like we're bar humbugging it. It's just we have Christmas church on Christmas morning. <coughs> so just the idea of going going mm. back. So that's where it's from. I think we might we did talk about doing it. We we love it. Every year we give everybody the choice, what do they want this year? It's always unanimous that it is pizza. pizza. Um and actually I really love it now. It's kind of a cockle family tradition. Yeah. Like I, I, yeah, I don't mind cooking. Like we have roast turkey, roast chicken, and roast all the time. Yeah. Um. So it's not anyway. It's our thing, and it feels like we go on about it a bit too much. But anyway, um, on to the main topic. I want to talk a little bit about um Christmas. But before we talk about Christmas, Christmas specials. What is your favourite TV Christmas special? Oh, it's really hard. Father Ted is up there. That's good. Um, the Father Ted one was really good. Um, Gavin and Stacey always makes me feel mm. really, really Christmassy. Um, there's a good, good amount of Christmas songs on that that special. But I think probably, and I couldn't specify which one, but it would probably go in through them the American Office. They mm. have every year they had a Christmas special. They did, and um, and some of them are just absolutely phenomenal um really 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 funny mm. um so they're probably my go-to for a christmas special what about you yeah i think well you've said all the programs we watch together so it's probably all of those isn't it and um, there is um there is him and her as well <laughs> um which is is so horrific it's a kind of trauma to watch it should definitely not be watched on christmas day it's so um, depressing because isn't it's it? so so depressing um, and there's little elements of redemption within it, but overall, um, that's a hard, a hard watch for a Christmas special. I think if you're feeling negative about Christmas or your family experience is not positive, don't watch it. Or you could watch it and think, it's oh, at least my that. experience is not as bad as that. <laughs> it is really bad. Mm. Yeah, it is really bad. Um, so 
Christmas, coming up to Christmas, you seem to always have this conversation about, do you feel Christmassy enough? Yeah, I do. Kind of, first of December, I am maxed out on Christmas spirit. Mm. I'm listening to all the Christmas tunes. I've got my Santa hat on. I'm a happy little Christmas bunny. And then, I don't know, it gets to kind of a week before Christmas and I've run out of steam. Mm. I've listened to the Christmas songs too much and I've still got loads of shopping to do. The bank account's looking diabolical Mm. and it's kind of like, oh, right, I've kind of, I'm losing it now. And the children are all going, it's only five more sleeps till Christmas and I'm thinking, ah, I need more time. Um, But also, right, let's just get it over with now. So I don't know. I don't know if other people feel like that. Do you? Well, I, I think because people do say that. I do, or do you feel Christmassy or is it Christmassy? And snow helps. Snow really helps. Or, or right. frost. Yeah, or just general coldness. Yeah. We don't have that at the moment. Um, and I, I guess there was a, there's, a, there's a nostalgic looking back at childhood feeling Christmassy, isn't it? Mm. So you think of you know, school days um, and, um, you know, and build up at school yeah. feels like yeah, there's something there that talks about. Because right, I think when you're, yeah, and I guess I probably do. I mean, the church services kind of lead along that mm. same line, um, building up. Um, but this, fee- I guess, are you feeling it? This is something about chasing a feeling, isn't mm. it? You know, and maybe not. Maybe you don't feel like you did as a child. Um, I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. It's a funny question, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But um, I don't like you say. I don't know whether what one means by that is, are you feeling nostalgic? However, I'm very much aware that come first December when we put our Christmas tree up, I was feeling Christmassy, mm. like it was exciting. Whereas now the the decorations have I been up we kind of too early. I think we peaked too early, and I think I have often said that in the past we put our decorations up too early, we play the Christmas tunes too early, and then it gets to this point of the month, and it's just like oh. I've can't i just don't want to hear why i wonder what again. the optimal like two weeks before christmas yeah, maybe I think maybe two weeks before christmas oh, but then you feel like really stingy not putting stuff up early yeah i know you want to get the full effect don't you the full yeah. worth of december christmasiness but then you look at the the traditional um and so christmas it was nearly always celebrated after christmas this wasn't supposed to be mm. the big celebration well, people would fast through lent i'm yeah. um, sorry fast through advent and really kind of cut back so they were ready for the feast. I do I do think that it probably is the better way round because Christmas always comes as an anticlimax. It's like you've you've exhausted mm. yourself and Christmas parties and all the lovely things. And it gets to Christmas and actually Christmas Day is a sign of it being over rather than mm. the sign that it's beginning. So in a way I think I, I'd rather go to the traditional and you can't do that now, can you? You can't know. Because there's too much. You can't just say, I'm not going to the Christmas party, I'm fasting. I'm going to have a party by myself during the 12 days of Christmas mm. and 12th night and all that kind of... Because yeah. it really is, it's Christmas Day, Boxing Day, and then the diet adverts start. Yeah. And yeah. the gym adverts start. Yeah. Um. So it does kind of have a natural... cut, And I think New Year celebrations cut it off as well. Yeah. So I don't, I'm assuming... I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. But when you did the 12 days of Christmas, would you not have New Year's Day? I know. I don't or maybe it just wasn't I don't celebrated. Know about that, actually. Big deal. I don't know. Hmm. Well, I've stumped you. Who knows? Yeah, no, I don't know that. Um, and I guess the natural leads to a bit of a conversation around consumerism and Christmas. Mm. And yeah, you want, how do you work that out? How do you work out what's appropriate, what's not? How mm. do we work out people, you know, your. 
what age you are affects it. You know, mm-hmm. I think, you know, the younger you are, the probably more you know, driven you are by these things. I think I speak to some older people and mm-hmm. it's actually, it's all got a bit much and a bit tired, mm. you know, by then. But there is this massive selling machine that Christmas generates yeah. along the way. And I don't know how as Christians we navigate that. Because you don't want to be, oh no, we're not going to, you know, we're just going to do, we're not going to do anything. I don't know. Mm. It's a challenge, isn't it? How do you, how do we get that balance right between engaging with the celebration? Because it's our celebration. Yeah. You know, it is, you know, it's a really important celebration for us. And, you know, our culture at the moment says that actually it's around decorating it's around making having family time doing all the efforts and putting effort into it and that's a positive Mm. thing because it's good to put effort and energy into family it's good to put effort and energy into giving things but it's just tilted probably too far the other way it probably has tilted too far the other way but i I think you can find a happy medium so and part of my um growing leaders course the uh, there's a list of spiritual gifts and one of the spiritual gifts is celebration. Mm. And I think actually we can engage in the discipline of celebration during Christmas time. Mm. And that, that involves a certain amount of lavishness. Mm. You know, we decorate a tree beautifully. We give gifts, we have a feast. And I think that celebration is really positive Mm. and, um, it can be about, you know, it's it's about being grateful for the gift of Jesus. And mm. um, when when we go overboard, then maybe it's stopped being celebration and it started being consumerism. I don't know where the line is, unfortunately. No, and probably credit and debt has yeah. blurred the line. I'm just trying to think. Previously, yeah, you'd save up and you'd spend what you had, and you couldn't spend more. Yeah. Now we have a idea where you can spend as much as you you know mm. as credit allows you. So it skewed it, um, and I think there is that challenge. Then how, you know people go into significant debt to make yeah. Christmas a special thing, and that seems to take away from the generousness and the celebration into an obligation and a kind of demand, I mm. guess. Um, but yeah, how do we hold to the celebration, but you know the challenge of consumer because it is it's a bit of an idol of our day consumerism you know we've yeah. got to have more we yeah and i i've i get disheartened over the years i have with stuff we bought the kids and it's like yeah five minutes later it's just you know we're just one stop on the way from this production line in china to a landfill in some and i think this year I, as far as i'm aware i think we've really tried not to buy gifts that are just going to go into landfill by February. Mm. We've been really careful that we... Well, the older they've got, the easier that is. It is, except for there's going to be very small parcels on yeah. Christmas. Not like when they were little and they came down to this gigantic heap. Um, generally of things that, you know, they wouldn't use come mm. February. I think this year they've got less, but what they have been given yeah, is hopefully. something that they really, really want, I hope. That's but the, hope. yeah, there's and I, I guess I see it. So so I see it in our in probably what our kids have had, um, and yeah, I guess yeah, I've tended to. I don't really like buying cheap stuff that's going to break. So I've tended mm. to, yeah, you know, most of my life I've yeah, you know, I'll 
save up and I'll spend on one thing that I know will last and it's a value. But with the kids, it's always felt like we've just, you know, it is stuff. Mm. Um, and our kids don't tend to, you know, we've got, you know, oh, you haven't turned your phone off, Claire. Oh, dear. Oh, well. Um, well, I hope it doesn't keep buzzing away. Yeah, so, and that's the balance, isn't it? How do we, you know, celebrate without destroying the planet? Mm. Yeah. And that tends to be a bit of a challenge along the way. But any other consumerism, anti-consumerism, Christian wisdom, Claire? No, I don't think so. Crackers, actually. Crackers are interesting um, because most, a lot of cracker box sets are trying to be eco-crackers uh, now. Okay. So they're trying not to use um, plastic. But that means some of them are really miserable. Right. Like it's it's just essentially a joke and a hat or a little piece of paper that has a game on it. Um, but it's, mm. I don't know, there was the excitement of opening a box of crackers and the magic fish, you know, the fish that you no, put on your hand like and fish. turn over, you know, that yeah. was quite exciting. And But a lot of it, people didn't even pick up their gift from the table. It just went straight into the bin straight after dinner. So it was a big waste. But it's, how do you get cracker gifts that, Oh, yeah. And is it another? Special. Is it a waste because it's just another way of giving more gifts? Yeah. You know? And I don't where the, where did crackers come from? I, I know, know. I think they've been around about a hundred years. So I think so, it, maybe longer. It might be a Victorian thing. Yeah. I'm assuming there was a reason. You know, you had something inside that had value, and but this, um, yeah, just how do we stop the excessives? You know. So oh, you just I don't. Know, I was talking to someone this week about um, Elf on the Shelf. Oh, thing. yeah, I don't go for Elf on the Shelf. I find him a bit creepy, if I'm honest. But just this you know, ritualistic every day. I, I don't really... I, I think I understand that you're supposed to have this little elf figure and every day the kids come down and it's doing something else. Mm. You know, it's doing something naughty and just this elaborate... I thought he was spying on you. Yeah, but I also think he do, does things. So oh, does like he move have, around? I think so, yeah. He's got to keep moving around. Okay, I quite like that. <coughs> I just don't like the idea that he's, he's watching me. Yeah, no, I don't think it, it's not. I don't think actually. What just it doesn't move around the house, so he's doing naughty things and probably keeping an eye on the kids. That's like Magic Cat. It's Magic Cat. Let's not talk about Magic Cat. Okay, we'll not talk about Magic um, Cat. Yeah, so, but it's just another thing. And then, yeah, we. we I don't know if we're going to do this, but like Boxing um, Christmas Eve presents. And yeah, we've dug ourselves a hole there. I know. And then we dug ourselves out of this elaborate Christmas calendar hole because we did that one year. And then now oh, it's and we just, bought the advent calendars. Yeah, now it's just now you have a chocolate advent cal- calendar. So just to explain, we bought the the toy. Advent yeah, I think calendars. we talked about this before. Yeah, yeah, and it's like you just it's just more and more excess. You yeah, know? and maybe there's something in the well, even like the chocolate advent calendar is an excess because it's yeah. supposed to be a little window and you open it up and there's a little image behind. I was happy with that when I was a kid. Really? I was yeah, I was happy. Opening up on Christmas Eve, you opened up the stable doors and there was a baby mm. Jesus. I, that rocked my world. I loved mm. it. But not in the stable. But not in a stable. Oh, you in that stable. <laughs> okay, we're going to struggle to get away from that. <laughs> yeah, that was no stable. Um, but yeah, so it's how do you do the celebration without just finding you've got to add more and more. And everything you add, you add more money and you add more, you know, just access. I think, I think church is a help. Church is mm. experience of blessing and celebration mm. without the excess it's more gifts of time mm. and effort um and you know just like the choir choir mm. singing that we practiced really really hard and then 
we were able to celebrate mm. and bless people um, through that. Mm. So I think I think church is hitting a really good balance. Yeah. Um, and I think it's important that we kind of join in that and prioritize that as the real meaning of Christmas. Yeah. And giving stuff away. So we've had these three little gift options. So you can kind of give to the local you know, refugee yeah. centre. You give to Ghana and Romania. And it's a way of just reminding ourselves that actually it's about giving beyond mm. our own little families or larger families. Um, so talking about Christmas myths... And the innkeeper was one of our myths. Oh, yeah. Um, you oh, we've heard so much about the innkeeper. I'm not, this I'm not going on about the innkeeper again. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to talk about um, so it. So one was Xmas. So ah, you yeah, talked Xmas. about Xmas. Tell us about yes. Xmas. Because you so read Xmas and think, oh, that's just a you know, you know, modern Well, people secular. say it's crossing <coughs> Christ out of Christmas. So I grew up in a church in which the right, anybody writing the word Xmas, it, it was... It was almost a blasphemy um, of of how terrible that was. My my grandma, um, who didn't go to church, she always wrote Happy Xmas on your card. And it would always kind of, I think, really just really irk my mum that it was was crossing the Christ out of Christmas. Um, However, so doing um, my theology degree, we did study skills, and we were encouraged to write a cross for Jesus, for Christ. Whenever we're, we're doing our notes and um, for shorthand, we would do a cross for Jesus. And that's because um, Christos, I think it's Christos in the Greek, um, begins with an X. Mm. So actually, when it comes to Chris- Xmas, um, Xmas came about through the, the X for Christos and then Mass. It was just a shorthand for Christmas. It is in no way crossing jesus out of christmas it yes. is just quite simply christ mass short in shorthand so i yeah. when i'm when i'm making notes i tend to write xmas mm. um i guess now it's been usurped with happy holidays because that's yeah. the thing that people get cross about it's like yeah you know enjoy the season happy holidays come from kind mm-hmm. of america isn't it so we've lost the no one really bothers about xmas anymore i don't know they probably do but maybe they do yeah but it seems to be superseded by this oh happy holidays happy holidays i don't think we get a lot of happy holidays over here there's a few cards i've seen with happy holidays in it but it's not i don't think it's a big deal yeah i think in shops and things people still would say merry christmas wouldn't they yeah they Whereas would definitely in America, say merry christmas i know they wouldn't you would, would never be. say i would never go into a shop and go happy holidays no. um, i've never heard anybody ever say that to me oh that's interesting i don't know if i have so i think you've just watched too many movies no but i so i was listening to another podcast um, and they were talking about their experience in America and Canada and how it was just every shop. Mm-hmm. It would be, um, what did I say? Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Um, and that would be what yeah. everyone would have to say. You know, you couldn't say, you couldn't mention Christmas. Um, whereas I don't think we have that in this country. Um, so that's number one myth. But also, just to say, that is also makes sense because it is a multicultural nation yeah. and you've got to kind of cover the the Hanukkah and the, I don't know, just Eid fall around Christmas? I don't think so. Um, I think there's another one. I can't remember all the different American <laughs> holidays. I know that well, Hanukkah's in there. Oh, yeah, um, I so I, I kind of get it. Why but they then we're multicultural as well. But there's a sense of actually, yeah, wherever we think Christianity falls within our culture, we're still a broadly Christianized, mm. Christianized, you know, or originally Christian country. So there's a, to be, so that I guess that's where it kind of comes mm. from more, you know, 
than maybe America does. And then the kind of second myth was um, Father Christmas. Everyone goes on about Father Christmas is red because Coca-Cola did it. Mm-hmm. And I think even one of our kids that. was talking about this. Though. Yeah. And actually, it wasn't. Okay. Um, so, so Coca-Cola didn't make Santa red? Well, I think... So I'm trying to work out through... I think they popularised it. But yeah. certainly before, Father Christmas wore multiple different coloured Yeah, jackets. I've seen um, pictures of Father Christmas in blue, in white. I think Father Christmas in green was particularly yeah, popular. Yeah, I think that was big, certainly in Germany. Um, and then, but obviously also amongst that... They were red Father Christmases. Yes. So was it so? So it's a myth that Coca Cola invented or made Santa red, mm-hmm. Father Christmas red. But it's not a myth that they popularised it. So I think when they did start it in the 1930s, that's when. Like now, you wouldn't get a red or a blue Father Christmas, would you? Sorry, you wouldn't get a green or a blue Father Christmas. Not it's only very red. often. Yeah. It's just red. So I think Coke did that, but they certainly didn't invent it. Yeah, maybe I need to start drawing some other coloured Father Christmases. What colour would you go for? No, I I did see an image of a Russian Father Christmas was white. Um, that looked really nice. Yeah. But I think I'd probably go for blue or green. Green. I'd understand green wouldn't be like, wouldn't jar. Um, but like, a, I'm trying to think like a weird colour. Pink. You get away pink Father Christmas. Orange, yellow. No, not yellow. That wouldn't work, yeah. would it? Um, any other myths? Just final myth i think i don't have any other myths no, i don't I'm have sure any christmas myths no. so there we go uh, relatively positive about christmas no we're really positive really about christmas positive. yes there might be a, a slight lacking in christmasiness flagging partly due to the flagging partly due to the weather <laughs> i think being too warm being too warm <laughs> um but overall i would say really massively in favor of christmas i'm not there's no grinch there is no bar humbug here and bring on the christmas i love christmas Christmas. just ready for the next kind of just in the lull before the kind of before the final yes the launch yes we are we're in the lull before the launch (laughs) (laughs) and on that positive christmas note i will leave you this day god bless you merry christmas Bye. bye